to this episode, we're just going to be talking about uh, how we feel about the course thus far, what our favorite modules are, maybe what we hope to do with what we learn. Um, and okay, guys, introduce yourselves. Hello, I'm Joanna. I'm uh, yeah in uh, the interactives uh, along with my colleague Hamza. Hi, I'm Hamza. I'm from Pakistan, and I'm on this interactive course as well with Joanna and Fergus. And I love it so far. It's mm. really nice. Yeah, Better definitely. than my expectations. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite thing about the course thus far, Hamza? Uh, I really liked ethics. Oh, and yeah. I, I think Paul Lushmar is a wonderful teacher, so I loved the first term. And uh, the ethics seminars in the second term were really fascinating. Yeah. Uh, discussing different points of views with different people from different backgrounds. And we had a lot of engaging debates. Mm. So that's something I really liked in this term. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I think I think ethics is often overlooked, but it's very, very important for a journalist to have a good handle on. Absolutely. And of course, we don't all have the same ethics, but mm. uh, I think a, a basis and understanding of ethics is very important, of course. Absolutely. Uh, how about you, Ioana? What are you enjoying the most thus far? Uh, I think uh, I'm enjoying, I have really enjoyed the patch reporting. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because it's uh, you learned right all the basic skills that a journalist must have. Yeah, uh, you do all the groundwork. You do a local reporting, which is how journalists traditionally yeah, used yeah, to yeah. start. Yeah, for sure. And I also liked media law. Okay. Uh, yeah, because uh, it's uh, I, I feel more confident now that. I know the law, <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, it's sort of terrifying, isn't it? The yeah. constant threat of maybe you're breaking a law or another. <laughs> Although, yeah, it was true that I had become a bit paranoid yeah, uh, yeah. those days that I was yeah. <laughs> studying. Studying it, like second guessing every single thing you write down. Yeah. Like, oh no! What if I what if I get sued for defamation <laughs> or this is a breach of copyright or yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's interesting you mentioned patch reporting actually because that's that's probably the thing I struggle with the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just really didn't take to it. Uh, uh, it's definitely, it's, it was incredibly useful and it's probably taught me stuff I need to take take into account a bit more often. <laughs> but um, no, uh, patch reporting is, is obviously very, very important. Um, yeah, unfortunately, uh, you know, you need to start and build your contacts. Yeah. Um, uh, that's the thing, you can't do it from day one. Um, you need to build trust, you yeah, need to, yeah. yeah. Well, I also think that, um, one of the big things we learn, we're learning on our inter- interactive specific course is uh, the use of social media tools. Mm-hmm. And I found that through using things like uh, TweetDeck and lists and stuff like that, um, it made the patch reporting much easier, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I don't know if that's your guys' experience or... Uh, yes, I think social media has been a very good tool, not mm-hmm. only to uh, find stories, but also to uh, publish stories. And uh, it's the way we can share our stories with the world, get feedback on it really for quickly. Sure. And journal requests have worked uh, well <laughs> for us <laughs> on social media. So I think that is also one of the ways journalists can use social media specifically. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, journal requests, uh, if, if in case anyone is unclear, there, uh, there's a function on, uh, there's a page on Twitter that uh, retweets every instance of someone using the hashtag journal requests. So that's mm-hmm. good for finding sources for information or finding journalists to talk to about things like that. Um, Very, very useful tool. If you are a journalist and you're listening, that's definitely something you want to look into. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I found, but one one pitfall I often found with social media is is I think it's easy to over rely on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 
and many experienced journalists they uh, they don't like social media that much or some uh, experienced <laughs> journalists like Nick Robinson from BBC okay. you remember yeah, when he yeah. came to talk to us yeah. he said uh, Twitter is not journalism you can't sit on a laptop and do journalism well, so yeah no I agree I, 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 I definitely take your point but I think his point was uh, maybe maybe not perfectly expressed but I think his <laughs> point was you can't only be a Twitter journalist. Yes, yeah. yes, that true. Yeah, that's true. I think uh, he uh, was referring to people that yeah, over rely on social media and forget that at the end of the day you still need to go out there and talk to people. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, it uh, yeah, it has worked very well for me uh, when I was doing patch reporting. I had an account which was uh, dedicated to my patch mm -hmm. and I posted stories there and also I used it to uh, find leads mm. and it worked and then when I had things published then I used my other Twitter account <laughs> to <laughs> uh, tweet about them and get people to read them. Uh, yeah, uh, I often found uh, just keeping on the social media thread uh, I think it's my that was my first exposure to how mistrustful people can potentially be of, mm -hmm. uh, of journalists because I'd often let's say direct message someone or, or like tweet someone and they they distance themselves from me almost immediately as soon as they found I was a journalist is that your guys' experience as well or uh, well I, I think yes uh, it shapes the experience of many journalists because yeah. uh, we studied uh, the press gazette statistics which said 26 or 27 percent of people trust journalists <laughs> in the UK yeah that was lower than state agents so this is where we stand in the trust hierarchy in this country especially so people think that journalists or many journalists they push fake news or mm. if they have certain disagreements they they think that this person this journalist can't be trusted and this is something we should uh, consider as mm -hmm. new journalists who are entering this industry uh, how can we uh, gain back the trusts yeah. the trust of audiences because if only one in four people <laughs> trust us you know i i think we've been doing something wrong and sure. we have to correct it what do you guys think uh oh yeah absolutely i agree uh well for me my my experience with people mistrusting journalists was not on social media it was when i was actually trying to talk to them on and the streets as it were on the street yeah and they saw that oh she's actually a journalist and oh my god she's recording a video on her phone <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, throwing a camera up in someone's face does tend to uh, like imagine if i had a proper camera yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on uh, social media i found Facebook very useful, mm -hmm. Facebook groups, uh, which is something that sometimes is overlooked. I definitely, I mean, personally, mm. I really don't like using Facebook. Uh, I agree. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but professionally, it has, uh, it has a lot to offer. You have a particularly, uh, you're quite involved in the whole in the journalistic Facebook uh, game, as it were. <laughs> uh, Hamza, uh, is there any, any insights or any experiences with that that you'd be interested in? Uh, yes, absolutely. I think Facebook is a very good way to connect with people and to tell stories. And I use not only Facebook, but all social media platforms, including Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Uh, I'm not that well with TikTok, but I'll, I'll familiarize myself with it. But Facebook in particular, I think it, since it has most of our friends and our social uh, network on it, I think it's a good way to share your work, to gain feedback on your work, uh, even to get challenged sometimes yeah. uh, sometimes what you do is not 
liked by the audiences. So it's a very nice way to know how audiences react sure. uh, to your work. And this is why I use Facebook ac actively. Like I post multiple times a day, stories, <laughs> posts, Indeed. Uh, and everything. And I think it has uh, helped me build uh, my profile as for a sure, journalist. For sure. Uh, and I think it's interesting you mentioned having um, more criticism on Facebook because I think uh, as someone who uses Twitter quite a lot um, but isn't so good at Facebook, I think Twitter does and I think people are right when they say Twitter is an echo chamber mm. and I think as a journalist you get so used to hearing the same sorts of critiques, I suppose until you get to a certain level but the same sorts of critiques at my, at my level uh, because it's just the people who follow me and it's just the people who are suggested from the Twitter algorithms and that's the only people who see my content and I think it's, I think it's very interesting that Facebook offers you a, a more open avenue to stuff like that. Um, in terms of, uh, so obviously we also, we also have a large data component to our module. Uh, are you guys enjoying that particularly? Are you finding it uh, enlightening? Uh, in my case, uh, because I came from a technical background, yes. uh, so uh, yeah, my experience is different. It's uh, it's stuff that I already know uh, how to code. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although uh, the most interesting part for me is data analysis itself. Yes. So, like, what we learn that it's closer to data science. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And clean data, which um, a part of it I already knew from uh, my work experience, uh, but now it's um, more uh, focused, and we have more uh, real examples in journalism. Yes, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I definitely agree. Uh, particularly in the first in the first um, half of the year, a lot of what we were focusing on was the the, the FT visual vocab and the yeah. the actual the mechanics of the data itself and how to use data rather than yeah. how to code it. Exactly. Yeah, um, and I think if, if you're coming from a background knowing how to code, then I suppose one is going to be far more useful than the other. Yeah, I mean, of course, when you know how to code, you know how to query databases or That's use true. APIs. Uh, but uh, yeah, the visualization part, especially um, the TFT vocabulary, as you mentioned, uh, and how to uh, create interactive maps, all mm. this uh, is uh, new and exciting. Yes, definitely. Um, and who is that? Alberto Cairo, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, again, we learned a, a series of very, very helpful resources for not just for the, the creation of graphs and plots and stuff like that, but for the interpretation. And I think that's one big thing I've learned here is um, not to, I mean, I knew this on some level, but to not always trust a graph as yeah. soon as you see it. Yeah. Because having made some probably very misleading graphs, I know how <laughs> to do that. And I think that. Um, <laughs> Uh, I think that, that it can quite easily mislead, um, <laughs> for sure. But it's interesting how easy it is to visualize data using yeah, R. For sure. And you know, in just a few minutes or with a few lines of code, we can build maps, we can color it the way we want to, we can make bar charts, yeah. all kinds yeah. of visualization tools. And this is because I come from a very non-technical background. Same. So when I st started coding, I was uh, pretty, pretty shook up. <laughs> I, I felt <laughs> I couldn't do it. But I think mm -hmm. with our professors, especially Glenn Motorshead, I'd, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'd like to give him a mm -hmm. shout out. He's a wonderful professor. Indeed. And he's taught me to code well, and he's given me the confidence that I can code. Yes. So I think that is very important when you're learning something new. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, speaking, I, I come from a 
an interestingly non-technical background. I'm, I'm a, a theatre graduate, but I did lots of uh, stage lighting and sound and stuff like that, but never coding. And I think um, it's surprising if you are willing to put the work in and and uh, if you take to it quite well. I think that coding can be, I mean, in my experience, it was, it was very, very quick to learn. Uh, R, I think, although yes is limited in certain ways, I think for what it does, it's quite intuitive after a certain point, in my opinion. Uh, yeah, I agree. And uh, when you start coding, it's very important to see the results of your work sure. very easily yeah. even yeah. if you build something very simple yeah. uh see it uh, yeah making complete and seeing out there it's very rewarding Definitely. i mean i remember making my first like gg plot graph and being <laughs> over the moon and like i showed my brother who's a uh, he's an economic analyst and i showed my brother and he was like yeah you know i can do that on excel in like like 15 minutes and i was like but it's the principle of the thing <laughs> It's not the same. It isn't the same, no, yeah. It's, it's staggering the amount that you can... Um, sorry, I'm, I'm peeking a bit there. It's staggering the amount that you can... Um, just the amount you can change and the amount of customization you have. Um, and also another cool thing is that um, the BBC, uh, they publicly release their, uh, their style. Uh, they have a whole, a whole R library and you can make your own BBC-style um, graphs, which we, we experimented with, I think it was last mm -hmm. week or the week before? I think it was last week. Yes, yeah. Uh, so it's an incredibly versatile. It's already used in the newsroom. It's, yeah, very, very, uh, it's a skill that um, this course teaches you in spades, yeah. which is very, very employable. Mm -hmm. And it's only for inter, uh, interactives and financial, financial. Uh, students, the advanced data encoding yes. module. Yes, I think some other students can take da beginner's data. Data journalism. Yes, that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Not beginner's data. <laughs> <laughs> data 101. Yeah. Um, I, you go. No, Hamza, you go. You go. Okay. Uh, also, I was thinking that this course is like a very complete guide to be a journalist because we yeah. cover so many uh, different subjects like sure. news stories, features, and in features, profile pieces, uh, first-person pieces, issue features, all kinds of news stories. Then we get uh, familiarized with the law of this country, what we can say, what we can't say, what yeah. the libel laws are. So, you know, yeah. when I started this course, I didn't even know the format of a news story, to be honest. But now I've written, since I started, I've written maybe 30 or 40 news stories for different publications. Yeah. And I would say that this course in particular gave me the confidence to, sure. to tell stories in a, in a more meaningful way, but not only in a meaningful way, but in a truthful, yeah. honest and sincere way as well. Yeah, oh, that's, uh, that's I, important. I agree. It's a very, it's a complete uh, <laughs> course. Yeah. Um, it teaches you everything. You get your specialized knowledge yes. in data and social media, but you also, yeah, learn how to write a new story, yeah. learn your ethics, learn your law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think you, from my experience of that anyway, is that I have a very good understanding of what I think I'm good at, mm -hmm. and that means I know I'm I know how to pivot myself uh, going forward for what kinds of careers and what kinds of jobs I want. But at the same time. I have enough skills in a variety of different things that I'm not limited, which is very, very handy. Uh, just me, myself, I'm, I much more enjoy the, the social media work and the, the multimedia work that we do. Um, but I'm, in, I'm sure the two of you have different, completely different ambitions and completely different uh, strengths and what you want to do. I mean, or not. <laughs> you are all on the podcast, so that would tend to imply something. Uh, I like video. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed the first term when we 
had to shoot a video for our uh, social media and yes, multimedia yeah. uh, course. Uh, so this is something, yeah, that I would like to pursue further. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Uh, I think what I really uh, liked in this course was uh, when our professors used to say that we should be confident enough to meet people and to make connections <laughs> and to increase our network. I think that is something I really worked hard on. And it's like you were mentioning Patch uh, earlier, Joanna. I think that is uh, one of those one of those things which really helps us develop our inner contacts in yeah. our in our yeah. in our small ward. So we get to know the counselor, we yeah, get yeah, to yeah. know you know the local mm -hmm. policeman, we get to know the local shopkeeper. I even interviewed homeless people yeah. in my patch. So I think that that's. The key skill for a journalist, I think, is to be able to connect with people. For sure. If pe people should be comfortable enough to not only talk to you, but tell their innermost secrets and stories which they think should be shared with the world. So I, I think I, this is something I've really taken from, from this program in particular. Definitely. Um, I think, as we've said before, I think that this, I think that this course teaches you a I th sorry, sorry. Uh, I think that this course teaches you a uh, you become a sort of a Swiss Army knife um, with plenty of different uh, skills at your belt and uh, things that you can use without mixing my metaphors too much. But um, <laughs> no, it's plenty of different um, avenues to pursue, and uh, it gives you a smorgasbord of what you might be interested in, but also the ability to keep pursuing throughout your entire life, really, all of the all of these other things you could do if you wanted to. I mean. I don't have any particular interest in, for example, being a political reporter, but we do a whole module in political headlines. Mm -hmm. um, I don't have any particular interest in being a uh, news, agency re news agency reporter at something like PA or something like that, but again, I probably could given the skills that I've learned here. Um, I think it's, it's all a matter of what you want to take from the course and um, how you choose to apply what you've taken. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Um, I agree. I was reading stories of journalists, like for example, political journalists, yes. and they didn't start out thinking that that's what they wanted to do, but they ended up there, hmm. they enjoyed it, Definitely. and now they're uh, the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we've been to the lobby uh, and for our political headlines uh, module. And uh, I'd also like to thank Barney Jones, who yes, taught us yeah, that yeah. module. He introduced us to Jeremy Corbyn. That How ridiculous oh is yeah. that? I'm <laughs> so upset that I missed that. I was just, just ever so slightly late, and I missed it completely. But I'm, yeah, it, it sounded amazing. Yeah, he, he was carrying coffee for his team. Yeah, and, and that's nice. You know, when he came, we were so shy. But he, he asked us for a suggestion for a PMQ. And we were, like, so awestruck by, you know, the, the leader of the opposition of the country. But this is also a lesson for future journalists that uh, don't don't lose your confidence when you meet a big politician. They're just regular people. They're just people. Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. And they're answerable to the people. And we can represent the people by asking the questions people want to hear the answers to. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's, uh, that's a good point, actually. They're uh, answerable to people. Absolutely. Um, we're their boss, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, but I'm afraid we're going to have to wrap up. We've gone over just ever so slightly, but that's fine. Um, <laughs> Can always just, can always just cut things out. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, this is quite. It's like an informal little chat. So we'll see where they go with that. Um, okay. Closing remarks. Final question. What? Hmm. What are you both having for dinner tonight? There we go. 
Okay, I will start. I don't know. Fair enough. That's, I mean, I have no idea either. Probably just a sandwich. <laughs> and you, Hamza? Uh, I'm going to my uncle's office, so I'll have dinner with him. Oh, Most yeah. probably a Turkish mis- mixed grill, something oh, like that. Oh, <laughs> Delicious. Very, very jealous. Um, again, <laughs> going home to an empty house. So, <laughs> cooking nothing. Um, yeah, thank you very much for agreeing to appear on the show. Thank you for thank having you us. Thank you for inviting us. Oh, no yeah. worries. Um, and so, the next episode we should have is going to be back to our hopefully more regular format. Uh, We have a few things lined up. Uh, Also, Grace will be back with us uh, for the interview sections. Um, But yeah, uh, keep keep tuned in. Uh, Keep listening and looking at your um, uh, RSS feeds and your podcasting apps. Uh, We will be be there. You just have to find us. Um, And we hope to see you, or rather, I've done this last time, we hope you hear from us uh, in the not too distant future.